Okay. Wow, we got a great group here today. Lots of angels, and what else have we got here?
Yeah, and so, and where did baby Jesus have to lay? Do you remember it said in the readings? What was it called? A manger. That's where he was born, wasn't he? Yeah. A feeding box. Yeah, and a feeding box where they put food for the animals. And yet, Jesus was going to be a king, wasn't he? So if you think about that, most kings live in fancy houses, they have lots of money, but not baby Jesus. He was in a manger. In a feeding box. Well, I'm, I have one of these for each of you, so you can take it home and hang it on your Christmas tree, and that helps you remember what is so special about tomorrow and kind of what you're part of today, right? Okay, so let me give you each one of these, and then I'm going to have you go over and sit with your parents until we're after our pastor. After the pastor gives her message, okay? So let's put our hands together and say a little prayer before we go. Yeah. So repeat after me. Dear God. Dear God. Thank you for letting us gather today. Thank you for letting us gather today. Thank you for letting us be part. Thank you for letting us be part. Of your birth. Of your birth. Thank you for everything you do for us. Thank you for everything you do for us. Especially for loving us. Especially for loving us. And help us pass that love. And help us pass that love. On to other people. On to other people. Amen. Amen. Okay. Okay. <laughs> And so at this time, all of our angels and shepherds and Josephs can go back to their seats. And wise men. And Mary. And Mary. And all of our friends. Although the rest of the song paints a beautiful picture of a star and a journey, 
I get frustrated because we three kings, the wise men or magi who bring gifts to Jesus, as Pat said, weren't actually kings. The Gospel of Matthew tells us that they were some magi from the east. Not kings, but the lowliest of the lowly. They were people from a foreign land with a foreign religion. We don't know what faith tradition they followed or what tribes they were from. And if they were wise men like the king had, they were nothing like what King Herod did with his. And so it drives me nuts because somewhere down the road, sometime in the Middle Ages, the Western Church decided that these men from the East who were outside of God's chosen people didn't match up with the message they were telling. And so they called these men kings. They called them wise men. They whitewashed them to fit their own understanding. But really, they were magi. They were people who did magic, who came from far away, and with this on my mind, I was describing all the different characters of the nativity to our kids in our Small Seeds program a few months ago as we planned this event for tonight. And I had all of this on my mind, my frustrations about magi and kings, and so I may have voiced this a little bit when we started talking about the different characters. I may have explained the word magi to our kids by saying, well, they weren't actually kings, they were sort of like wise men, like magi, I guess basically they're ancient wizards. And so, to which the kids responded, wait, what? Wizards? And so, of course, many of our kids tonight are magi, our wise men, our ancient wizards at the birth of our Lord. Because who doesn't want to be a wizard at the nativity? And because our cast is filled with magi, it only made sense that we would bring in this reading from Matthew to help our nativity story tonight. Our readings from Luke and Matthew tell us of Jesus' birth and of those who Jesus' birth was revealed to. And the only kings in any of these readings are King Herod and Jesus. And what different kings the two of them are. What different people they reveal themselves to. King Herod was a tyrant working under the Roman Emperor, and although he was a member of the Jewish faith, his insecurities and his own quest for power made him unable to hear the good news the Magi were bringing. Instead of calling upon his own wise men, the priests and the teachers of the law, to guide him in how to welcome the Messiah, he calls them in because he's troubled by this news, and so are they. The wise men who come from God's chosen people who work for the king are also worried about this news of the new king born. And so they tell him what the scriptures say in order to find Jesus. And so Herod attempts to trick the magi to convince them to spy for him. He tells them that he wants to worship the child too, so they should let him know exactly where it is that this baby is born. King Herod, like kings and leaders throughout history, is a ruler filled with insecurity and oppression for his power whose greed and dishonesty rules him, and who surrounds himself with those who care little for the world around them. But the Magi, the wise men, who follow a star to see Jesus, those who this miracle birth is revealed to, are very different from Herod or Herod's wise men. The Magi have seen a star in the sky, and so they followed it. We don't know how they know that the star leads to a baby, to a king. But there is something of a mystery in these ancient wizards they aren't worried for or reaching for their own power like other wise men, but rather are looking to bow down. They humble themselves once they reach Jesus. They bow down and worship him, and they know immediately that they can't return to Herod. They're given a dream that that's not something that they're going to do next. And after worshiping this king that is so unlike any other king they know, they recognize what power is held in this baby in a manger. 
where Herod is a tyrant, Jesus comes to the world as an infant, where Herod deceives in order to do harm, Jesus' own presence brings joy and fills the Magi with joy before they even see his face. Where Herod worries for his own power, Jesus comes as a king to be a shepherd for his people. Although one might want their ruler to be shepherding and caring, often the kings and leaders throughout history were not. Because like the foreign magi following a star to see the Messiah, shepherds were also considered lowly. They were at the bottom of the barrel as they worked with their sheep. The news of the king, of this infant, of this shepherd, is brought to some shepherds waiting in a field in our reading from Luke. And they also receive a divine message, not from a star, but from the voice of an angel. And they are frightened at first. But these shepherds are also given a divine message that this child, this son of God, this God with us, is not like the rulers we know. Can I? Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay, you can help. This son of God, this God with us, is not like the rulers we know, but comes to us as one of us as a baby born in a manger, in a feeding box, as a baby born in this broken world to heal this broken world. This baby Jesus, this new king, this new ruler, this new shepherd comes to save us, to save us from the suffering of this world, to save us from the brokenness of sin, to bring us something totally opposite of what we expect, our savior, our king, born helpless and humble, but filled with divine power, this son of God, this baby born, sent to the world to bring us love and mercy and joy. The angel in Luke says, I am bringing you some good news. It will be a joy to all people, not just the chosen, not just those with power, but this news is revealed to the, to the humble, to the outsider, to the lowly, to the frightened. This joy is for you, for us, for the entire world. Today, your Savior was born in David's town in Bethlehem. He is Jesus, born of Mary. He is Christ the Lord. Merry Christmas. Merry Amen. Christmas.
Christ, the face of God.